Hi, welcome to the Vine Church podcast. This week we've got a great speaker. Hope you enjoy it. We can start to say that now. A new decade, last church service of the decade, a new decade, how exciting. What is going to happen? Ah, oh, well, well, I do hope you had a good Christmas, everybody, and um, I love Christmas. I love the craziness of Christmas. Um, I love all the, the joy and the excitement and the food and the presents and the anticipation and just... Um, you know, but it can be hard at times, can it? It can be disappointing, can be uh, frustrating, there can be fights and arguments, and oh, it's uh, sometimes a stressful time as well. So I hope that as you're moving into New Year to 2020, uh, that your vision, that your hope for 2020 is good, is hopeful. But it might not be. It may be not looking good. The outlook for you may not be so good. But today, I want to encourage you that God is on the move. God is on the move. And he's in, on the move in your life and in this town, in this nation, in this church. God is on the move. And if we go into 2020, into this decade, believing and trusting that God is on the move, I am absolutely 100% sure you're going to have a fantastic year and a great decade. So... I love the stories of Christmas. There's something magical about Christmas. We all come to a sort of point when the year is ending. And it's a great season to think about what's happened, what's gone before. I love the story of the Christmas carol, the ghost of Christmas past, the ghost of Christmas present, the ghost of Christmas future. And I love that thought of thinking about what's happened, what's going on now, and where are we going to go. I love that hope and that thought that God can be on the move. I love Elf. I do not love Elf here. I love Elf. I love the story of Elf. But one of my favorites, boys and girls, and ladies and gentlemen, is the story of Narnia, the Chronicles of Narnia, and the story of Aslan, and the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe. Does anybody know that story? Kids, give me a wave if you've heard of, have you heard, has anybody here heard of Aslan? One or two? I'm speaking to the adults and the oldies mostly, but there we go, we'll see. Well, listen, for both, I've got a couple of clips from the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. And I want you to enjoy it. So boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, just enjoy a couple of clips. I'm going to do one and then I'll say a wee, wee thing. And uh, just to introduce you, if you don't know the story of Narnia, Narnia is a magical kingdom. And the children, the four children, the Pevinses, Lucy, I don't know if I'll get them all, Lucy, Peter, anybody else? Susan, Edward, there's an expert down there, enter into this magical kingdom through, of all things, a wardrobe. And they enter a magical land when it turns out there is a purpose and a destiny for them. They find there's a wicked queen and a great king called Aslan. And that they have a part to play in this kingdom. And the most exciting thing of all, James, is that animals talk. Isn't that great? So I'm going to introduce you to a talking beaver. 
and he's going to explain to the kids what is going on in this magical new kingdom. So listen up, listen, for, there's a phrase in here, and I'm going to test you on it later, especially the old ones. Listen for this phrase and see if you catch it. So here's the first one, first clip. If you've got the beavers there, um, that would be great. Is Thank there you. anything we can do to help Thomas? They're taking him to the witch's house. And you know what they say, there's few that go through them gates that come out again. Fish and chips. <laughs> but there is hope, dear. Lots of hope. Oh, yeah, there's a right bit more than hope. Aslan is on the move. Who's Aslan? <laughs> Who's Aslan? <laughs> you cheeky little blighter. <laughs> what? You don't know, do you? Well, we haven't exactly been here very long. Well, he's only the king of the whole wood. The top geezer. The real king of Narnia. He's been away for a long while. But he's just got back. And he's waiting for you near the stone table. He's waiting for us. You're blooming joking. They don't even know about the prophecy. Well, then... Look. Aslan's return. Thomas' arrest. The secret police. It's all happening because of you. You're blaming us. No, not blaming. Thanking you. There's a prophecy. When Adam's flesh and Adam's bone sits at Care Paravel in throne, the evil time will be over and done. You know, that doesn't really rhyme. Yeah, I know it doesn't, but you're kind of missing the point. It has long been foretold that two sons of Adam and two daughters of Eve will defeat the White Witch and restore peace to Narnia. And do you think we're the ones? Well, you better be, because Aslan's already figured out your army. Our army? Mum sent us away so we wouldn't get caught up in a war. I think you've made a mistake. We're not heroes. We're from Finchley. Thank you for your hospitality. But we really have to go. You can't just leave. He's right. We have to help Mr. Tomnus. It's out of our hands. I'm sorry. But it's time the four of us were getting home. Brilliant. That's Is just that the first little introduction to the world of Narnia. Isn't it exciting? I want to go and watch it again. Read the book. It's a fantastic story. And um, there was a phrase in there, I don't know if you noticed it. Anybody guess what my favorite phrase is for the morning? Oh, guys, you are awesome. Way ahead of me. Aslan is on the move. Isn't that an exciting thought, that in Narnia, this strange kingdom where it turns out that normal people, ordinary kids from Finchley, are called to be kings and queens, to do battle for the king. Mm, what does that sound like? What does that feel like? That sounds a little bit like the story of Jesus, the Messiah, our King. And I want you to know, I want to encourage you that God, just as Aslan is on the move in Narnia, there is a sure confidence that God is on the move here, right here, right now. God is on the move. And he's going to do great things. And I've got one more clip for you, um, if you're ready for that one. 
Um, that would be great. Um, we're going to do... Here's a depiction of another great hero of the Christmas season. In a way, you've maybe not seen him before. Wonder who he can be. Let's see. Are you ready for this next clip? Enjoy this one. You are the witch. Yes. yes. I'm sorry about that, but uh, in my defense, I have been driving one of these longer than the witch. I thought there was no Christmas in Narnia. No. Not for a long time. But the hope that you have brought your majesties is finally starting to weaken the witch's power. Still, I dare say you could do with these. <laughs> the juice of the fireflower. One drop will cure any injury. And though I hope you never have to use it. Thank you, sir. But I think I could be brave enough. I'm sure you could. Battles are ugly affairs. Susan, trust in this bow, and it will not easily miss. What happened to battles are ugly affairs? <laughs> Though you don't seem to have a problem making yourself heard, blow on this. And wherever you are, help will come. Thanks. Peter. The time to use these may be near at hand. Thank you, sir. These are tools, not toys. Bear them well and wisely. Ah, I must be off. Winter is almost over. Things do pile up when you've been gone a hundred years. <laughs> Long live Aslan. And Merry Christmas. Long live Aslan. Merry Christmas. Of course, we know that the gifts that they received were useful in their battle in Narnia. And the easy analogy to make, written by C.S. Lewis, one of the greatest theologians of the 20th century, by the way. So don't think this may not be an inspiration for the kingdom of God right here, right now. The gifts that God gives you and I to do battle in his kingdom are as real as the gifts that the children received in Narnia. Healing, faithfulness, shield of faith, arrows, 
to do battle. And um, God is on the move. And I want to just share this word for, with you. For I hope that will frame the year, frame the new year at least, knowing that God is on the move. And I know that God has been on the move. And I see Craig back there. God has been on the move in Craig's life, in Linda's life, in David's life this year. We know it. Isn't it true that we've seen God move in the lives of the people around us? We've seen God move. Bless, great to have Calm here this morning. We've, we've seen great healings, great um, things that God has done. And I want you to be encouraged that God is on the move in your life too. And I'm going to, see, I'm going to share two ways that I think God is on the move. Let's just uh, see this next slide. God has always been on the move. Ever since he breathed out the words that created the universe, the stars put in place, God has been on the move from the time of Genesis when we see creation made right through the history of the nation of Israel being established, the promises of God, the word of God, the law of God. And then we come, of course, to Jesus Christ. And we know that God's movement was just not for one nation but for all nations everywhere. And the hope of Christmas is that Jesus has come, the Messiah has come. And in light of that, Paul wrote these words. Paul wrote these words. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you because we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love that you have for all the people, God's people. The faith and love that spring from the hope stirred up for you. Actually, just flip to the next slide. It's a nice, uh, nice slide, that, isn't it? Anyway, we'll come to that later. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, because we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love that you have for all God's people. The faith and love that spring from the hope stored up for you in heaven and about which you have already heard in the true message of the gospel that has come to you in the same way the gospel is bearing fruit and growing throughout the whole world god is moving throughout the whole world ever since christ came lived his life that we can have hope in him that he has joined heaven and earth and opened up like a wardrobe into a new kingdom. He's opened the way into this kingdom of heaven coming down. And there's two ways that God is moving, and we see them here. Paul is writing to the church in Colossians saying, I have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love that you have for all God's people. Faith and love. If God is moving, he is moving to encourage your faith and to strengthen your love, or to strengthen your love and encourage your faith. These two things, moving into 2020, faith and love. If we want God to move, let's put our hands up and say yes to strengthening our faith and growing our love. That is the way that this church in Colossae was encouraged. Wouldn't it be great if more love and more faith was seen in our lives and in this church in 2020. We want God to move and we believe God is moving. How is he moving? He's moving inside of us to grow faith and he's moving outside of us to reach more people. 
He is wanting every single person in Dunfermline to be reached with the gospel, with the good news. His word is going out across the whole world. And we want to reach all of Dunfermline, all of Fife, all of Scotland. And we've been to the nations and we're going to the nations. We begin to, we're going to Uganda and many other um, nations. We want the word to go out and we're believing for the word to go out. It is a big movement of God, but it's also a deep movement of God. It's not just out, but it's in, inside of us, Clara, inside of you. The depth and the breadth of God's love knows no end. And he is moving to awaken our hearts, awaken our souls, and move us on. Just move back to that last slide, actually. Um, I don't know how God speaks to you. And maybe you fast, maybe you pray, maybe you uh, are, are spiritual and, and, and do the things that, that you think spiritual people would do. Well, I have to confess... I'm not the best at any of those things. But what I am really good at is shopping. And I love going on holiday. And uh, we celebrated 25 years, Sally and I, this year. And in um, a, a fantastic holiday, we went shopping a lot. And, you know, God turns up just wherever you are, whatever you're doing. And this was a shop in Portland. And I do, you know, I try. I, 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 I pray every morning and I ask God to speak and uh, Funny how you can hear sometimes better when you're out of the norm. And uh, there it was. Let your soul shine. I thought, I can't miss. <laughs> okay, I can't go past the shop like that and think, whoa, maybe God's just speaking. Let your soul shine. God is moving in us. He wants our faith to grow. He wants your faith to grow. It even says... This is my prayer, Paul says, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes from Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight. Come near to God and he will come near to you, says James 4 verse 8. Your soul, your God it wants to save our souls. He wants to move deeply. The work of God is not just vast. It's incredibly deep. He wants everybody to be saved everywhere, and he wants all of everybody to be saved. Not just your skin, not just your bones, not just your heart, but your very soul. If you want God to move, Open up your heart and open up your faith to say, I want you to move in my heart this year. I want you to move in my soul this year. Move in me, O oh God. Move in me, O oh God. Move in me, O oh God. And let Jesus set your soul on fire. And I went into the shop. And it was all quite expensive, actually, so I didn't buy anything. Except, next slide, please, Rana, if you've got it there. That thing, that picture there is a little uh, um, cup stand, tile. Coaster, that's the word Sally, thanks so much. A coaster that you put your cup on. And, and, and I found it in this shop and I picked it up knowing that God was going to speak to me because it said so in the shop front, you know. <sighs> okay. I, I, and I've bought it and placed it in my, my 
beside my seat in the living room, and I look at it, and this awaken that it says in the bottom there, and these birds just rising up is just speaking, has been speaking to me about what God wants to do and what God is doing about awakening my soul, awakening my spirit, awakening my faith, awakening my heart to go again, to move again, to be open again to what God is doing. God is on the move. You need to go deeper with God. Wherever you are and however mature you are in Christ, there is more. There is a depth. There is a hope that God can move in our hearts and souls to move us forward. And I want us, when we're thinking about, oh, what God is going to move in 2020 in my life, make it your heart that you allow God to move in. Make it your character that you allow God to move in. Make it your, your um, priorities, your behavior, your thinking. Everything about you God wants to save. Nothing is to be left out. Everything God wants. Just moving on to the last slide there. I don't think there is another slide. That's the last slide. God is on the move. He wants you to move towards the Messiah, to Jesus, to know him, your faith, your hope, your soul. He is inside you. He also wants you to move towards his mission. You see, his plan is, he says it's set out before us in Christ, a long-range plan in which everything would be brought together and summed up in him, everything in deepest heaven and on planet earth, Ephesians 1.9, in the message translation. Everything in deepest heaven and on planet earth. God is on the move. So don't worry about Brexit. Don't worry about politics too much. Don't worry about the nations. Don't worry about what's, what's happening. Be concerned. But don't worry, because God is on the move. God is on the move to bring all things together in heaven and earth into Christ. That is what God is doing in all of creation, in all of history. And there is a plan and there is a purpose. So be encouraged that things are not out of control. Things are not uh, in despair. Things have hope and a purpose and a plan. And if you want God to move in your life, Say yes to his mission. Say yes to say, I want to be part of that movement because he is inviting us in like he invited the kids in Narnia into his kingdom to come and fight battles, to come and do water. He says in, uh, in Ephesians 1, it's in Christ that we find out who we are and what we're living for. Somebody needs to hear this today in this room. It's in Christ that we find out who we are and what we're living for. Long before we first heard of Christ and got our hopes up, he had his eyes on us. He had his eyes on you. Even before you thought, I'm going to come to church. Even before you thought you were going to become a Christian. Even before you thought, I'm going to do something different. God had his eyes on you. He had designs in us for glorious living. Part of the overall purpose he is working out in everything and everyone. Everyone is invited to the move of God. And all of you is invited to the move as God. Let's move towards the mission and the Messiah. Let's get closer with Christ this year. And let's get closer to his mission to take love out to the towns. It was great to hear about the Syrians and the, the gifts that we got given after the Adoran event. Moving out to the Syrians. We'll maybe hear about that more one day. But great to touch those in need. And that's what we're going to be doing. That's what you're going to be doing. That's what God wants you to be doing. And it's not far away. You see, it's just whatever you do. This is what the Bible says. Whatever you do, 
whether you're in business, whether you're in education, whether you're in healthcare, whatever you're doing. And George, ready to bring you guys back up. We've got one more song to play as well, if you can bring the band back up. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Jesus Christ you're serving. Going into 2020, going into work, going into school, going into wherever you're at, going back to your home, going back to looking after the kids, going back to whatever you have to be doing, whatever you are doing, whatever you're asked to be doing, right now, God can move and it's part of his mission. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you're serving. If you say yes to the move of God, if you say yes to the movement of God in your life, if you say yes to say, I want to join your movement, oh God, that's what it means to be a Christian, a Christ follower, to be part of this great mission that everything has been subbed up in Christ. In Jesus' name. So let's awaken in 2020. Let's awaken. Let's get excited about knowing Jesus more, knowing the Messiah. Let's move towards the Messiah. And let's move towards his mission in Jesus' name in 2020. Let's stand together. Let's stand together. And this song is just an awesome song. I heard it playing when George came in. I said, listen, we have to finish with this one. It's one of my favorites. An oldie, 1994. That makes it a psalm, I think, by now, doesn't it? God is on the move, people. He's on the move in your lives. He's on the move that his love would grow more and more in your hearts. And that love will move you to his mission. That everyone, everywhere, would know his love and his goodness. In Jesus' name, Lord, I pray right now. I pray right now. And just, if you can, let's just take this moment if you can close your eyes as we stand on the cusp of a new decade if we stand on the cusp of a a new season Lord I just pray that whatever has gone before whatever the ghosts of Christmas past are they would just allow you to look in faith let the Holy Spirit help you to look in faith that God has been with you in the difficulties, in the trials, in the loss, in the pain. That's still going to be part of the present and part of the future. But God is with you. In the circumstances you're facing right now, God is with you. And in the future, be bold, be strong, because God will be with you. In Jesus' name, Lord, just let that peace come. Let your Holy Spirit come now. Whatever is birthing in your thinking, whatever is birthing in your vision for next year, for next week, for tomorrow, for today, Holy Spirit, just start to do a work right now and that we lay it at your feet. As we go into 2020, I just want ask to ask all of us to lay down our plans, to lay down your purposes, lay down your hopes, lay down your dreams and say, Lord Jesus, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Here I am send me in Jesus name. Amen. Amen.